You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, Vivint Smart Home Arena, Jazz, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Fun game matchup tonight. Before we get into this one, let's go back the other night. Coach, there's got to be something really rewarding for you, maybe for the guys amongst themselves, to have a care factor enough that if you have a bad rebounding game, you just come out and have that good a rebounding game on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I I think the the irony is we've rebounded the ball well this season. So you have a bad rebounding game. And it, it's a good lesson in how far the needle can swing based on what you've done for me lately. And what you've done lately can help influence you, but your determination and kind of steadfast. If we'd have had another bad rebounding game, it wouldn't mean that the next game we couldn't rebound. So um, sometimes those things are able to give you quick corrections and focus, and, and other times they... They point you in a direction, and you have to work towards it and you know, build habits and build fundamentals. Spending all this time with Ron Boone, who spent 50 years in the league, I'll have to make a comment, and he'll look at me like, dude, there's been another one of those. Do you ever see so-and-so? Today, I asked him about Giannis. He goes, no, never, anything like this. What jumps out to you when you watch Giannis? Well, I think the combination of Giannis and, and his skill set and talent and today's NBA and the fact that you have centers that space the floor to the three-point line consistently. Um, a guy like Brooke Lopez, who's been a post threat for the majority of his career, and now Robin Lopez as well, who are spacing the floor. And kind of non-traditional point guards um, that are spacers. And you, you give Giannis the ball, and um, he's, all, he's all of those. You know, he's a point guard. He can be a center. Um, he can play one through five. And... I think the way that you know that Milwaukee plays um, is also unique and unique for him, and the combination is difficult to guard. Watching the Milwaukee Clippers game, Giannis comes in trail as the last guy down the floor. It almost seems like that's when he's actually most potent is when something happens and then it comes back to him. Mm-hmm. How, how do you deal with that, and why is that so successful for him? Well, I think your habit is to really shift and react to the ball. And as a result, the you know, defenses get shifted towards the ball. And then when he's trailing, throw it back to him. And not only does he have a head of steam, but the defense is, again, having to shift. And he sees penetration. He sees driving lines and opportunities to get to the rim. So um, it doesn't take him long to get from the, the center court you know, to the free throw line. So... Especially when he's going downhill and he's got a head of steam. So it's, you know, we remember last year he attacked us right down the middle of the court like that and, you know, put his shoulder into Rudy and just barreled down. And if you got in front of him, he spun off you because he was so deep. So um, all the things that I just mentioned and, you know, his talent make it very difficult for him to. You know, to guard him in the middle of the floor when he's got a running start. They allow the most threes in the league. What can you do tonight to take advantage of that? Well, I think they take the most too. So, um, what it tells you is, you know, you've got to make them take contested threes. They're going to take them, um, and it's hard to protect the paint and the rim. 
Um, you know, Giannis last time he played him, although it was the preseason, was eight for eight um, at the rim and six for ten from the free throw line. Um, you can't give up both, and you know, hopefully on the offensive end, as you mentioned, that we've got to be ready to shoot. That's something that we've been focused on, and you know, we're, we we've had a tendency to try to turn a good shot into a great shot, and, and oftentimes a good shot on a relative basis is a great shot if you don't get a better one by moving the ball. So some of it's our guys need to be, um, you know, a little more opportunistic. You know, I don't want to say selfish, but in some sense, you know, shooting an open three, if you don't shoot it, you're being selfish. Coach, thank you. Thanks a lot. That's head coach Quinn Snyder. Let's go over to the Milwaukee side, Mike Budenholzer. If we watch your Atlanta team and watch this team, they're really different. What has that process been like for you to adjust your style to the personnel, and has it been really kind of hard to get done personally, or has it been really exciting? Um, no, it, it hasn't been hard. It's been uh, th- this group of guys are great to work with. I mean, the Atlanta group was great to work with, too. And um, This is a player's league, so you just try and figure out a way to put guys in their best position. And, you know, hopefully there are some principles, there's some, you know, fundamental things that no matter where you are, you want to do them. But, uh, you know, this group's just uh, uniquely talented, and um, it's been fun to kind of just, you know, figure out hopefully how to help them and put them in great positions. You were able to bring a lot of Giannis just from straight away. What, why is he best at that spot on the floor rather than coming from one of the wings? I don't know. I mean, I think he's great coming from any spot. So, you know, um, but, you know, he's he gets so many rebounds. He's such a great defensive rebounder. He and Brooke, the combination defensively is unique. So um, to have a guy who can gobble up a bunch of boards, and I think that, you know, organically puts him in the middle of the core a lot. And, you know, if and when we are outletting it to wings and guards, you know, they tend to get wide, and, and he may fill that trail spot. So, I think it's it's more organic why it's happening than something that's totally um, you know pre-planned and, and such. I apologize, I'm going to phrase this wrong. No. Um, you're not allowing threes, but opponents are taking more threes than is that obviously it's somewhat conscious. It's happened two years in a row. Is it hard for you to allow to have that happen? Like counterintuitive to you to let that many threes go up in a world where everyone's saying like no threes, no threes. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you could take away everything, which, you know, Brett Quinn's teams have figured out, we'll get there someday, you know, you would. But, you know, there's uh, there's a point at uh, which, you know, hopefully you're a good defensive team. I, I don't think we're as good as we'd like to be this year. So last year, you know, not that it matters much, we were up there, you know, pretty high. And uh, we need to get back up there. And, um, you know, I think an unusually high number of threes, it's not something we want, but you know when you look at the net picture, the net um, you know defense. Um, if we can get to where we were last year, we're okay with it. 